Hello, welcome to my secret obsession. I'm Cherish Lively, and today we are reading Avenging Kiss. It's the second book in the Savage Security series. Romantic and complex, this psychological thriller delivers twists and turns as you get a peek into each character's perspective. Readers are saying, This book has everything. Action, mystery, revenge, and romance. It's a great follow-up to Blood Kiss. So, get comfy, turn up the volume, and let's read a book. Chapter 25 7 p.m. Cole pulled into his garage and cut the engine. He'd taken a long way home, lots of twists and turns as he checked for any tales. Now that he knew about the Black Widow, he knew he was under threat. He wasn't sure if she worked alone or had partners that helped her gather intel and kept her safe in the form of backup. He was always suspicious and careful, but tonight he was even more so. He wore his suspicion like a second skin, the way he did when he was active military. Maybe a man like him never truly turned off the habits that kept him alive in the theater of war. Always assessing for threats, being aware of who was around or who looked out of place, those little things could mean the difference between life and death. He slung his backpack over his shoulder and went inside. Disarming the security system, he headed into the kitchen and dropped his backpack on the chair. He went to the refrigerator and pulled out the glass dish with the leftover lasagna. He'd eaten at his parents' house on Sunday, and his mom always sent him home with leftovers. He was thankful for the food, but it was always accompanied by the not-so-subtle suggestion that he should find a nice woman to settle down with who could cook for him. Cole wasn't sure how to reply to his mother. The women of his generation weren't exactly clamoring to be the next June Cleaver. He dated plenty, but none of them were Julia. But when he'd seen her the other night at the party, he knew he was done waiting. When this mess was cleaned up, he was going to get her. That was a promise. The microwave beeped, tearing him from his thoughts. He grabbed a potholder and took out the lasagna. Steam rose from the sauce as he set it on the table. He debated having a glass of wine, but decided against it since he would be focused on work tonight. He didn't want to dull his thinking and miss something important in the pictures and video surveillance. Setting his laptop on the kitchen table, he logged in. He would eat and work at the same time. Using the side of the fork to cut into the lasagna, he slowly made his way through dinner as he studied each photo, looking for anything helpful. Studying the background in a picture could reveal a lot of information. Sometimes shadows were visible or signs were posted that gave away someone's location or their associates. That's what he was looking for. Anything to help him identify the Black Widow. When he ate the last bite of lasagna, he set his dish in the sink and picked up his laptop. It was going to be a long night, so he sauntered into his office. He loved his comfy ergonomic chair. The lumbar support and padded seat cushion always felt great at the end of the day. He settled in behind his desk for what he knew would be hours of scouring through pictures. After a while, the pictures blended into each other. His head started to throb from the eye strain. Standing to stretch, he rolled his head and worked his shoulders in a circle. He grabbed his cell and went back into the kitchen to get another drink and some aspirin. Opening the fridge, he stared at its contents. The options were numerous. Soda, milk, orange juice, flavored waters, and lemonade. He didn't want the caffeine this late at night 
so he skipped the soda. He only had a little OJ left, so he skipped that too. He'd want that in the morning with breakfast. He decided to go with store-bought lemonade. He knew it was full of sugar, but he loved that sweet bite. As he poured the lemonade into his glass, his cell chimed. Picking the phone up from the counter, he looked at it. The security alarm app notified him that there was motion in the Savage Security office. Hmm, he mumbled. It was already after 8.30, and the cleaning crew wasn't expected to clean until tomorrow. There was no reason for the alarm to be activated. Whenever motion was detected, the affected camera would record in 30-second intervals for as long as motion was detected. Several cameras were throughout Savage Security. He tapped the app and went to the live video. The movement had been detected by the camera at the front lobby entrance that looked towards Bella's desk in the hallway to the other offices. Cole watched as Bella walked towards her desk. Gratitude swept over him that she'd returned for her flowers. He wouldn't have to smell them all day tomorrow. Hopefully their lingering scent would be gone too. Relieved, he set the cell phone down and finished filling the large glass of lemonade. Chapter 26, 7.30 p.m. Logan slipped his arm around Aditya's waist as she stood at the kitchen sink. I told you to leave them, he whispered in her ear, careful to avoid the sticks that she'd stabbed through her bun. While they'd eaten, Logan felt as if she were his personal geisha with those fancy sticks poking through her hair. He'd enjoyed watching her eat. She was a master with the chopsticks. I'll take care of them later. Right now, I have other plans for you. They'd had such an intimate evening. He'd known it had been hard for her to share the loss of her sister with him. He could barely talk about Lieutenant Shaw's death, and Shaw hadn't been a brother. But through their sharing, they'd bonded on an emotional level. Now he wanted to connect with her on a physical level. He wanted to feel her against him and bring her comfort. She laughed and eased herself into his embrace resting her back on his chest. What do you have in mind? She craned her head to look into his eyes. She knew exactly what he had in mind, and she was right there with him. Baby, Logan murmured in her ear, I love your hair, but those sticks are killing me. Each time he got close to her head, the sticks threatened to stab him. She felt the warmth of his chuckle on her neck as a twinge of guilt twisted her gut. She didn't want to hurt him. She'd fallen for him, which was ridiculous. There was no way they could have a normal relationship, even if Savage Security never discovered her true identity. No, her past actions as the Black Widow had forever altered her life. Aditya turned and leaned against the kitchen counter while draping her arms over his shoulders. She looked up at him through her dark eyelashes and said, They stay on until everything else comes off. She cocked an eyebrow and pressed her hand against his chest. I think you'll like the look when these sticks are the only thing I'm wearing. Her sultry words washed over him, and his heart thundered under her hand. He knew that it was obvious what she did to him. There was no hiding his attraction. Well, darling, I want to test your theory. He eased his hands down her sides and fiddled with the bottom edge of her shirt. She quivered at his gentle touch. She couldn't help but smile at him as she gave him a head nod of consent. He moved his head forward, bringing his lips to hers, giving her the gentlest of kisses. 
His tongue broke through the seam of her lips and patiently explored her. He wanted to know every part of her, taste her, love her. Butterflies fluttered in her stomach as his fingertips brushed along her skin as he slowly took off her shirt. The cool air and the lingering sensation of his touch raised goosebumps on her flesh, but she couldn't let him strip her in the kitchen. She wanted to be in his bed. She still needed to keep her options open. She trailed her hands down and pulled his shirt out of his pants. He gave a guttural growl in response to her touch as he stroked the inside of her mouth with his tongue. She slid her hands under his shirt and zeroed in on his nipple. As he pressed his hips into her, letting his hardness rub her, she liked what she felt. She'd been emotionally detached from the other men that she'd had sex with. They were jobs, and the sex was something she had to do to get the job done. But having sex with Logan resembled making love. She wasn't sure she could kill him, even if she had to. He slid his hands around her back. You're still overdressed, he whispered in her ear. He took the back of her bra into his fingers and unhooked it. The material loosened. Slipping his fingers under the thin straps of her bra, he eased it off. He stared for a moment, enjoying the sight of her body. Her breasts were perfect. Her dark nipples begged to be suckled. He cupped her breasts and gave them a gentle squeeze as his thumbs brushed over her nipples. He wanted to taste them. She watched, transfixed, as he stared and stroked her breasts. The fluttering low in her core betrayed her. She craved his touch. Sliding her hand down his chest, she cupped him through his jeans. Let's go to the bedroom where I can properly have my way with you, she teased as she pushed against his erection. He leaned into her touch, feeling himself harden more, wanting to feel her nakedness against him. He quickly pulled his shirt over his head and dropped it on the floor. He slipped his hands around her waist and lifted her. She dug her feet into his ass as he carried her to his bedroom. She pressed herself into him as he carried her down the hallway. Her breasts flattened against his chest. She wanted to ride him. She wanted to feel him gently stretch her body over his. Logan stopped beside his bed and set her down. His lips twisted into a mischievous grin as he cupped one breast in his palm. Leaning forward, his lips sucked on her neck as his fingers slipped between the tops of her leggings and her waist. As he pulled down her leggings and panties, his mouth slowly descended down her body until he stopped on her breasts. She stepped out of her clothes and ran her hands through his hair as he sucked and stroked her. She knew this would be the last time they made love, so she wanted to relish it. She would have to disappear tomorrow. Would he miss her? She wasn't sure she wanted to know the answer to that. She knew she'd miss him. Aditya stepped away from him and crawled onto his bed. She lay back, resting on her elbows, and looked at him. Someone's still overdressed, she said, her voice low and sultry. Logan immediately remedied the problem and moved towards her, his body covering hers. 27. 8.30. Bella had never eaten at Carisberg's new posh restaurant, the Del Mar, and the food had been wonderful. The restaurant boasted the freshest seafood and the best view of the Potomac River in Carisburg. I couldn't get over the view, Bella said, 
cradling her leftover dessert on her lap in Eric's truck. The chocolate cake had been decadent after a lobster dinner, but she'd ordered it anyway since she didn't know when she'd be back. Thank you for taking me there. She wondered if her voice sounded as nervous to him as it did to her. Of course, Eric said. It was my pleasure. He hadn't had fresh seafood in a long time. He used to love eating the wide variety of fresh seafood in a coastal town where he grew up. His life in Texas had been good. He'd dated all kinds of girls during high school and college, and he'd forgotten how much fun dating could be. The nervous jitters in his stomach and the intense desire to explore the beautiful woman beside him surprised him. He couldn't afford to screw this up. Regardless of what happened tonight, he planned on having sex with her. It had been too long. Eric pulled out of the restaurant parking lot and glanced quickly at Bella. She fiddled with the paper bag that held her dessert. I'll take you back to work so you can get the flowers and car. Sounds good, Bella replied. She couldn't deny it. She was nervous. He'd spent a lot of money on her today, and some guys thought that entitled them to something. She wanted to take their relationship to the next level. She wasn't ready for sex. The thought of explaining her health situation to him worried her. Would he think she was disgusting? Would she repulse him? She stared out at the passenger side window and chastised herself. It was a yeast infection, not an STD. If he couldn't handle waiting a little longer to have sex, then he wasn't worth having. She'd just have to put on her big girl panties and tell him about it when the time came. Sexually charged emotions seemed to push all the oxygen from the interior of the truck. Love song after love song bombarded them as the radio played on, some being so graphic that she hoped he wouldn't see her blush. Bella didn't even want to know what was going on in his mind. She'd seen the way he looked at her through the candlelit dinner. His eyes had been full of lust, and since they sat at a rounded booth, he'd scooted closer to her throughout the meal. By the end of dessert, his hand had found her thigh, and, as he brushed his thumb over her skirt, his hand had slowly moved higher and higher up her leg. She was so turned on by the end of dinner that she wanted to take him home and let him have his way with her, but she knew that wasn't going to happen. He focused himself. She was so damn distracting, but he couldn't let her throw off his game. He'd primed her with the flowers, and then the dinner that ended with his hand spanning her inner thigh. The only bad thing was her skirt that had separated his flesh from hers. He knew the insides of her thighs would be soft. He'd love to stroke that tender flesh and then caress her soft, wet mound. Was she bare there, or did she keep her pussy on naturel? Eric pulled into the parking lot and parked in the spot closest to the entrance. He looked around. Only a few cars dotted the parking lot. Do you think Cole's still here? he asked, keeping his voice casual. The men she worked with made him nervous. They gave off the impression that they were some rare kind of superheroes trapped in the body of mere mortals. He grabbed his leather messenger bag and slipped it over his shoulder. Bella looked around the parking lot. No, I don't see his truck. Those cars must belong to people in the other offices or a cleaning crew. She unbuckled her seatbelt while Eric walked around and opened her door. He extended his hand and she placed hers in his as he helped her out of the truck. This little act of courtesy had nearly disappeared from the dating lives of most modern couples. They walked hand in hand towards the building. 
When they approached the door, Bella dug in her purse for her badge. She stopped and glanced at Eric's messenger bag. Why did you bring that? He tapped the bag lightly and shrugged. Habit, I guess. Or maybe I'm just nervous, he added with a shrug. Cole must really trust you if he lets you into the office after he's gone, he said with appreciation. She snorted. Cole wouldn't hire anyone he didn't trust. Although, just because he trusts me doesn't mean that he trusts you. She smiled at him and liked the ease and confidence she saw in his face. These guys have to be the most suspicious men I've ever known. They don't always play well with others. She waved her badge by the lock, and he pulled open the door. As they walked through the main lobby of the building, Eric noted the camera that recorded their presence. His gut tensed. He didn't want to get caught here. He didn't want to have to explain what they were doing here. Is that camera going to alert security? He asked, pointing at the camera that covered the main lobby. Bella glanced up at the camera that was secured high in the corner of the wall. That one? No. That's the building's camera. No one really looks at it unless something's happened. Bella used her badge again to unlock the door to the savage security and headed towards her desk. She looked over her shoulder and noticed that Eric hadn't followed her. He stood in the doorway, holding open the door. She smiled. You can come in, she said with ease, setting her dessert on the desk. Being in the office eased some of her tension. She'd just kiss him at the car and go on her merry way. He looked around and noticed the camera in the corner that monitored the lobby of Savage Security. He didn't really want to be recorded. He pointed to the camera. What about that? Will you get in trouble for bringing me here after work? He was really cute to worry about her and want to keep her from getting reprimanded by her boss. Aw, that's sweet. But you can come in. She waved her hand to motion him in. Cole won't care. I'm with you. She buried her nose in the petals of her flowers and enjoyed the strong fragrance. Is it recording? Does he know we're here right now? He took a step inside and let the door close behind him. Cole will get the message that movement's been detected. A few of the others get the notifications, too. I'm not sure how faithful they are about checking the notifications, though. I would imagine that they go off several times on the nights that the cleaning crew works. He lets the cleaning crew in here? He really didn't understand what they did at that security company, but he'd never seen a business with so many cameras on the inside. He noticed another camera angled down the hallway. Did they still work for the military? or some other spook organization? Sure, she shrugged. He may be paranoid, but he's reasonable too. Besides, cleaning is not in my job description, she teased. She'd had too much to drink. Between the two glasses of wine and then the several glasses of water to keep her from getting dehydrated, she was ready to burst. Should she even drive home tonight? Would he mind driving her home? No. That would be a horrible idea, she decided. That would only complicate matters with the offer of a nightcap. You know what? She turned and faced him, tucking her hair behind her ear. I need to go to the bathroom. She pointed down the hall. You can sit at my desk, she encouraged, pointing to her chair. He looked so unsure of himself standing by the door. Of course, he chuckled, and headed towards her desk. He didn't look towards the camera. He needed to relax. They were safe there. Even if Cole noted their presence, it wasn't like he could get there and interrupt them in time. 
How far would she go, knowing that they were being recorded? Would she kiss him? Let him touch and taste her with the excitement of her boss possibly watching? Eric couldn't help but smile as he wondered if the angry asshole would watch the recording, too. The man clearly wanted in her pants, and it would be satisfying to let Jack watch him fuck her. Eric suddenly had the urge to take her on her desk. He could easily push flowers to the floor, lay her across the desk and spread her legs. That would be the perfect end to a perfect night. I hope you enjoyed the reading for today. I'm excited to share this novel with you. It's one of my favorites. If you have not had a chance to listen to Blood Kiss, you may want to do that. It can be found in episodes 27 through 37. But don't worry, Avenging Kiss stands on its own. To keep up with the various novels and authors that we will feature, you can follow My Secret Obsession on Facebook, Instagram, and X at Cherish Lively. Or visit the website at tinyurl.com slash Cherish Lively. Goodbye.